What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another special interview edition of Third and Longhorn. Today, we got a little studio on the road set up, but we wanted to have our man, Mr. Jake Majors, yeah. in the house today. Yeah, yeah baby. What's going on, everybody? <laughs> good, to, good to have you here, man. Uh, well, we kind of always start off with, tell us the, the story about how you got to Texas. You know, I know you, uh, I know you were heavily recruited um, what what did it come down to? Who were the who were the key players, and what what made you choose Texas? Yeah, I mean, uh, of course, I was recruited by Coach Herman and uh, Coach Han, the O line coach at the time. And uh, I mean, it really just came down to you know being close to family. Um, mm-hmm. It was between you know here and uh, Washington and Stanford. Those are kind of my three top schools, and you know, it really just came to who who's going to be closer to home. And obviously, it was Texas and. You know, once they offered me and you know, I was weighing my decision, I actually made my decision at a basketball game at the uh, old Irwin Center. Mm-hmm. Me and my dad kind of, it was like halftime and he like pulled me aside. He's like, you ready? Like, this is, I think this is the one, man. I, was like, <laughs> I think so too. Yeah. So that's kind of how it went down. And, you know, I've, it's been a blessing to be here ever since. What, what attracted you about the other two, Washington and Stanford? Uh, I really like the yeah. staff. Majority of the staff that's there now, mm-hmm. that's, you know, I was moving to Alabama. Um, they were there, and I just really loved just, you know, I guess just how much of a family it felt whenever I was there. You know, I, yeah. my official, my unofficial visit that I went on, it wasn't even scheduled. Like, it was like a last-minute thing, and they kind of all made me feel at home. I remember Coach uh, PK, he was recruiting me in the Ooh. Dallas area, so yeah. wow. I knew yeah. PK before all you guys did. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, man, um, those guys were just super nice, you know, Treat me like family, and it was you know it was pretty hard telling them I wasn't going to go there because they were probably my second choice. And then Stanford, of course, just you know the history that's at Stanford, the academics, you know, I, academics is huge for me. Yeah. So that's kind of why those two were in the race. Well, I'm glad you ended up at the the yeah. Harvard of the South, <laughs> yeah. the, the right spot. You made the right choice. Yeah. Whenever you look at it, too, Jake, you you've gone through the transition, right? Coming in from the Herman era, now you in the Sark era, completely different coaching staff, probably feels a little different too. What's kind of been the biggest thing that stood out you now three years in with Sark versus how you first came underneath that Herbin era? Yeah, I think um, with Sark, he's just, I think he's just really like put set in stone what he wants from us and, you know, the culture that he's wanted. And he's done a great job recruiting guys that stick to that culture and, you know, what he wants in this program. And clearly what he's doing is working because you guys are seeing the results. But, mm-hmm. you know, um, just being able to be a part of this and just see everything come to fruition, is just, it's just been awesome, man. Like, Sark's one heck of a coach. You guys see the play calls that he mm-hmm. makes. But mm-hmm. even better, you know, he's a better guy. And he treats us all like family. And, you know, that's what all you can ask for, being away from your family all the time, you know. Who's going to treat you like family? Yeah. yeah. And I'll, I'll say this. Um, when we're talking about the the differences between the Herman era and the Sark era, I'm right there with you. I feel like now it's like that big family environment. I know yeah. when Herman was here, I was still in the league, and he wouldn't even let me come back and work out in the weight room. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Like, That's crazy. He That's was wild. just shunning like the OGs, and it, it, it left a bad taste in my mouth. So I'm, yeah. I'm glad you hit that family 
atmosphere and perspective. Yeah. That's so. a big part of Texas. Yeah. As I know mm-hmm. it. It's gotta be. It always was for me. Uh, He's the only person that's been at the University of Texas for like nine years. <laughs> 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 you be, y'all seen the tight end from Miami? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, you got a ninth year or something? You got a ninth year of eligibility. Yeah, Jay Hills really was the one <laughs> the opportunity for some Before the COVID years, years and all that kind of like, stuff, I, that was I, Jay Hills. I bleed real burn on. It's all like I'm here. He's a blood spot. So then talking about talking about this year, um, you come in. I mean, you've seen some of the. the you, you came to a program that it wasn't where it's at now. Yeah, what's made this year so special? Uh, just really the team chemistry, man. Um, I don't think there's a guy that was in that locker room that I couldn't talk to. I mm. think that mm. everybody was approachable. Everybody had that love for each other. Even though you know, I may not be as tight with you know Jade as I am with Christian or Kelvin. But I know if I see Jade, you know, it's 100. Like, yeah. we're going to keep it 100. And uh, I think that's just what it was, man. And the coaches were always on the same, you know, level and headspace as the players. Like, it wasn't like here and here. It was, it was level. That's what you can appreciate as a player is, like, you can come to these coaches. You can come to other players that you may not talk to that much, and it's still, like, love. So, I love that. Yeah. I want to ask you this because – and when I was playing, my favorite part of practice is I start calls the good on good. Oh, ones yeah. on ones. Yeah, yeah. The intensity level ratchets up a little bit yeah. when that happens. Yeah. You had the, um, the the luxury, I should say, <laughs> uh, the privilege. Yeah. Uh, when they go ones on ones, man, you went up against some of the best in the country, if I not did, the yeah. best in the country, Byron sure. Murphy, Tavondre Sweat. You did the last couple of years with Ojimo and Coburn. Um, yeah. What has that done for you? I mean, is your confidence through the roof? I used to love going up against you know Roy Williams and B.J. Johnson. So guys I knew were going to play in the NFL and think to myself, I covered that dude. I'm an NFL player. Yeah. I got, how does what? How's that psychology work with you going up against those guys every day? Yeah, man, uh, for sure. Of course, you know those two guys going to draft this year. Super excited for them. But man, you know, in the moment of practice, I was like, golly, like, <laughs> is it going to get worse than this? And honestly, you know, going against those guys every day. I would always tell myself, like, you're not going to see this in a game. Like, these guys are, like, different. Yeah. And so just having that luxury to go against those guys and compete and win, you know, and lose too, you know. You just got to understand that, you know, those guys are there to make you better. And they did. You know, I've had the privilege of playing with Byron and T-Sweat and Ojimo, Coburn, all of them, and they've all made me, you know, who I am today. Well, it's also probably going to be a lot quieter next year without uh, T Sweat there. You, yeah. probably, you probably won't have to talk as much or listen yeah, he, as much. He was always the one chirping, man. No, yeah. uh, o line, like we just go out there and just play ball. Like we're kind of just like tunnel vision. Like let's, you know, let's get let's get this stuff done. But you know, T Sweat was always the one to chirp, and yeah. it would get under our skin and make us play better. So you know, we're going to need some of that. I love that. Yeah. I love that's what defense is about, baby. Really uh, yeah. Chirping, exactly. Chirping. I, I, I knew once that we were playing teams where they weren't chirping at us I was like oh, we're, we're going to win this one yeah. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta have a it's D lineman that chirps or it's just not fun yeah, that's <laughs> awesome that yeah. dog in them baby barking Jake you, you come back for another year you have the opportunity to go see NFL dreams realized or come back and continue to finish kind of the foundation that you've been able to lay Yeah. what went into that decision and how do you kind of weigh the differences in going into NFL or, or coming back for another year? Yeah, it's just really, you know, of course, you know, what the scouts are saying about you at the end of the day. And, um, you know, I was talking to multiple people and they said that, you know, you, you haven't reached your potential yet. You have more out there. And so once I heard that, you know, I felt like I would do be doing myself a disservice not coming back and, you know, play another year at Texas. Of course, 
well, you know, it's the cool part about it is being part of history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To be part oh, of yeah. uh, mm-hmm. the first UT football team in the SEC. There so, you, you know, that was a huge part. And, of course, Coach Flood, man, and I, that guy's changed my career around like like it's nothing, man. It's It's been awesome playing under that guy. And, uh, I mean, if if I wasn't going to go to the NFL, I wanted to be here. So right. I wanted to be a Flood. Yep. So thinking about that, <clears throat> we, we're moving to the SEC next year. What about that excites you? I mean, uh, what isn't there to be excited about, That's man? Fair. You get to <laughs> play in Mercedes-Benz at the SEC championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, Speak uh, it. You know, um, of course, there's going to be, you know, a level of, you know, there's going to be a talent level change from Big 12 and uh, the SEC. There's going to be different styles of defense. You're going to see more traditional pro-style defenses, and that's going to ultimately what gets you prepared for the NFL. Absolutely. And that's what I'm excited for because – in the Big 12, you saw these different defenses, like, you know, Joker defenses that were yeah, no. very annoying to go against. Not gonna <laughs> lie. Yeah. But, you know, going against those pro-style defenses help you prepare for the next level. Absolutely. Well, I, I did uh, – we'll take it back to Coach Flood real quick. I, know, I remember from the, the Sugar Bowl press conference, he called you a football cyborg and that you're always <laughs> asking questions and that you're asking questions that are w- way past your age and, mm-hmm. and where you kind of – technically should be where do, where does that come from and and you know is it is it something or when did you first kind of fall in love with the game and really start to study it like a student honestly it was just you know when whenever they came here um really i knew i had to prove a point of uh want to keep my spot i knew everything was up for grab whenever they came in so i wanted to solidify myself as you know i wanted to be the center i wanted to you know uh lead this o-line and be a part of uh, flood's first group here and I mean, that really just came from, you know, loving the game. Man. I love dissecting defenses. I love knowing what what our plays are doing behind me while, you know, I do my part. Mm-hmm. Just having that love for watching something come to life that we prepare for. I mean, we practice this play over and over and over, and then we get to a game, and it's like that, like 50-yard touchdown. Like, right. that's the love that you have for it at O-line. And being able to move somebody, man, that's <laughs> that probably easy. I got to admit, yeah, now that you just said that, I'm somebody. thinking about being able to, like, Against another grown man's will, he's being moved out of the well, way. Well, that, let, me, let me add to that. As good as that might feel for you, I've been on the other side, on the side of that. Yeah. It's equally just as poor. Yeah. Yeah. The worst feeling. Yeah. Nothing, like you can't even drop to the ground because they're underneath. Like, so yeah. how, how does it feel when two people are moving you? Oh. That's what I'm saying. You're trying to drop to the ground, and literally, y'all yeah. are not letting me make a pile on the ground. It's, yeah. it's a bad thing. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, no. And then pile. what's worse than that is the film the next day yeah. oh, when Coach oh, got to look oh, at it. Oh, yeah. Let's get past that. You know exactly what play it is. So, so then I'm thinking, um, as as I'm thinking about you and your game, obviously, I mean, you locked in, like Coach said, cyborg, right? Asking yeah. all the right questions. Obviously, a student of the game, who do you model your game after? Who do you look at on film and you're like, I want to play like that guy. I want to learn from that guy. Man, that's a great question. Um, there's obviously guys that I look at in the NFL. Um, I mean, Number one's got to be Jason Kelsey. Come on, hey, he's yeah. the, I think. Boy. I mean, growing up, like my life, he's my goat mm-hmm. of my, that position. And I mean, I've only been playing this position for this is going to be my fifth year. I played tackle in high school, so mm-hmm. it hasn't been uh, a center thing for me all my life. But I mean, just the way he attacks, you know, the field, you know, just being able to see like uh, just small snippets of like what he's doing in the meeting room, stuff like that. Just like I try and like model my game around him being this agile center who can get to the second mm-hmm. level, pull, make plays on the perimeter, stuff mm-hmm. like that, and also 
um, you know, not make mistakes at the line of scrimmage, whether that's ID in the front, calling the mic, making the slide call, stuff like that. Give, give me a little bit more perspective on that. So a lot of people hear the word offensive lineman or they hear the word a center, yeah. but they don't really understand what you actually do other yeah. than just block, right? Yeah. The center, quarterback of the offense, of the, of the offensive line, rather. Yeah. What goes into the calls that you make, the slide protection? Are you IDing the defenses? How the communication between you and Quinn work? Like, how does that work pre-snap? How does that work even after the snap? Are you overriding some of the calls? Like, if it's a full slide, you got, hey, hey, we can't do that. We got to do this. Like, yeah. what all goes into pre-snap and preparation playing center specifically? Yeah, I mean, at each program and each team, it's different. But, like, under this system, it's my job to set the front, whether that's, like, an odd front with a zero nose over me or mm-hmm. a four down front, you know, all the exotics on third down, stuff like mm-hmm. that. We all put them into categories. I have to identify that. And, then of course, the mic point, you know, whether it's, you know, gap or zone, I got a mic, right. um, you know, who we're tracking or who we're going to. Right. And then ultimately, based off the fronts and who the mic is, making a call to get everybody on the same page. Right. How and fast does that happen? It's, it's got to happen fast because Sark likes to move fast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's got to happen fast. You know, a lot of film, a lot of, I'm, I'm big in like experience, like practicing, like yeah. going right. to the practice field and seeing it with my eyes rather than just mm-hmm. film. Yeah. I feel like that helps me the most. So whenever I get the looks from the scout, like that helps me a lot because I can like, Look at the look at the defense. Say, okay, this is what I'm going to see. This is the call I'm going to make on this play. For the people that don't know at home, what does that mean? The looks from the scout. So the scout teams are like uh, you know guys who um, kind of take on the role of the opposing team's defense. Mm-hmm. They um, they line up in the fronts that we're going to see um, different coverages, stuff like that. And they basically you know we try and fit them into um, you know body types. You know if it's a big nose, we'll put a big guy there. Yeah. It's um, speed guys on the edge. We'll put speed guys there. And they usually give us great looks on, you know, what we're going to see on game day. Yeah. Let me ask you this. What uh, My fault, Rod. Can but uh, just since we're on the topic, what's the le- what's your least favorite front to see? Just because as a D lineman, that, that always fascinates me. Um, man, I really hate zero noses because majority of the time it's just one-on-one, mm-hmm. especially in protection or, you know, ice front, stuff like that, bear mm-hmm. where it's single nose, two threes, and yeah. two edge guys. Um, but yeah, zero noses are usually the most difficult. It's not as fun for me because I'm just sitting there on the line with this big nose. That, like, <laughs> it's not going anywhere. Like, I, just gotta, I gotta cover them up. But I mean, yeah, zero noses, that makes odd sense. fronts. They're just they're not fun to go against because I don't get to, you know, traditionally like it's like a four down front. I get to you know pull. You can and, play more. I get yeah. to yeah. you know, the second level. Yeah. 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 You're not no. covered with a zero. You're directly covered. Yeah, now you got to snap the ball and make sure you. Yeah, I got to snap the ball and then reach the guy who yeah. already has leverage on me. Mm-hmm. When you know against four down front, I'm uncovered. You know I have space to move and get to the second level or pull. Stuff like I'll that. tell you though, I, I know that's probably not fun for you, but all skill position guys, you see a zero nose, it just cleans up the picture. It does. Yeah. It's like you can only do so much from this, so it's like it cleans up the whole picture on the yeah, back end. Just makes sure. it easier. It's, it's funny. George is gonna be like, all right. Jake playing chess though That's really his favorite front yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you don't know That's his favorite front to see I would ask you know, A random question Because you talked about how Jason Kelsey One of your inspirations um, You don't have to say it You don't have to answer this if you don't want to yeah. Did you guys try to tush push this year? 
Ah, uh, we did. And, okay, don't tell me what game, because I think yeah, I know what game. I think I did yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I thought hey, I saw first it. First down's a first down. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's what's that. up. But well, Jason, I, read, I heard a thing where Jason said that, like, he literally he said every time I see it the first thing I think is F my life every time I hear it in the auto <laughs> yeah. it's like how do you feel about like if that was the the go to on third and yeah inches? I mean I uh, I can't confirm or deny the wording there <laughs> <laughs> but when I when I get the signal of that play I'm just like oh here we go I'm getting as low Jake as got the PG thir- version of yeah. this yeah. <laughs> I like it I like I'm it trying here to get we PG yeah. here we go. you don't have to but exactly well, we'll say I'll, I got a uh, I got a question where I think I know the answer, and I think I well, it's actually an answer that you have to say. Is there another sport on campus that you really enjoy attending or going to their games or anything? Volleyball. Oh yeah, yeah. I figured. So, so, so for volleyball. those that don't know, Jake yeah. da- Jake dates one of the best players on the volleyball team, Jenna Wenis, and uh, she, hey, she, hey, she also hey, getting a uh, yeah, yeah, a key somebody, a key smart man, the future. So that being genetics. Genetics. He gets it. it. That being said, is there is there a little uh, internal competition now that she's got some hardware? And I mean, you you did bring back some hardware, but she's got she's got a little one up on you. So does that kind of drive you more? Yeah, it definitely drives me. She definitely got um, you know. Leg on me, but uh, it's uh, does she does she talk does she talk trash? Nah, she. she I think we have a. I don't know. I think we're very supportive of each other. I don't think we. I don't think we really go to the trash talking part. Yeah. You know, right. if we ever get in a joking setting, you know, we, you know, we might take some jabs at each other. Yeah. But um, you know, we both have Big Twelve championships. Um, really, really, I love, I love hearing that. Those are power couple yeah. champions. Yeah. Yeah. Power um, we were trying to take it to another level, getting the natty. You know, yeah. we, we we came up short, but um, yeah, I'm super proud of her. Um, it's just awesome to have her by my side, and I'm sure she appreciates me as well. Just. You know, being both athletes, going through the same thing, the same schedule, mm. stuff like that, and having those mental battles, mm. being there to support each other whenever we need it most, and you know, that's or awesome. that's you know, getting together and cooking some dinner, just enjoying some time together, oh, like dope. stuff like that, just really allows us to you know, enjoy the moments that we're in and realize that like, you know, whether like we're going through chaos or not, like we get to enjoy and spend time. In, so it's been a blessing. See, that's how I know NIL is different. He's talking about cooking dinner, and I'm what thinking, I'm okay. thinking, man, we was uh, we was walking up there today at McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the Wendy's dollar menu. Yeah, we right there. Wendy's going crazy. I was over there trying to eat hamburger helper. You know what I would do though? I would steal from the from the from the cafeteria. Did you just incriminate yourself? I wasn't gonna go. I don't know. I don't know. America. I don't know. I would take my own containers in there and I would just take chicken fried steak and like mashed potatoes and mac and cheese and then when I go up to the room I would invite some of the track girls, <laughs> the soccer girls, like, hey, y'all want some dinner? Because dinner was early. It was like at 5 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. It was too early. So your boy, hey, I had dinner up at the show palace, <laughs> up in Jester. Yeah. The show palace? That's what I thought. The show palace? Yeah, yeah. Man, just over the hall. The show palace. I got a lot of questions. I want to pride, but I feel like I should. I'm just saying. I'm just telling you. That's for another episode. I'm glad to survive. There we go. That's long haul. Well, y'all not even in Jester anymore, right? Y'all in Jester. Oh, yeah, all the freshmen were in Jester. Yeah, they, yeah, they don't even they stay in Jester. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Jester was good living back in the day. It was pretty living. Yeah, we were all in Jester. Yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. Look, that, that's how you know, though. Like, all right, so I, I joke about it, but like, 
I think NIL is one of the dopest things that's happened to college sports. Mm -hmm. No question. Like, for them to now be able to receive just a small bit of the fruits of their labor. Mm -hmm. Because as we all know, I love it as a sport, but this is a big business. A very big Mm -hmm. business. So speaking of that, how has NIL positively or negatively impacted, like, your time at Texas and then, like, you guys as a team? What have you seen from it? Yeah, I mean, it's just been a... A great opportunity to, of course, benefit off our name, image, and likeness. I'm pretty sure there's some college football game coming out. I don't, I don't know maybe. about y'all, but like being in a college football game, that, that's pretty dope. Oh, no, that's <laughs> awesome. I'm going to be playing was, was yeah, make myself yeah. a 99. Yeah. Yeah. He's on nine edition. Hey. All right, all right. You say that. Hey, you okay. say that. Okay. Stupid. Are you going to be replacing Quinn? Yeah, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be the quarterback. quarterback. Right, right. I'll say this. It's cool, have, it's cool being in the video game until they try to hose you on your phone. <laughs> yeah. They start playing with the speed. speed. You're like, wait hey, a minute. I can't do this no more. That's yeah. true. Yeah, nothing annoys yeah. you more than somebody playing against you and then beating you oh, while yeah. on the video game. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Speaking yeah. of, since we're on the topic of NIL, let's kind of uh, transition into the transfer portal. We see all these guys that we had in the transfer portal targeting all sorts of positions. Correct me if I'm wrong. We never reached out to any offensive lineman in the portal. Is Can anybody confirm that? I, I didn't hear anything. Mm-hmm. True. How, does that, that how does that make you feel for you and as a unit that the trust that, that they're content with what's in the room, what's yeah. in the building? Um, Good question. I think that all goes down to Coach Flood and, you know, the faith that he has in all of us and his recruiting. I think he's done a great job recruiting guys that, you know, can, you know, once I leave can continue what we've started and keep raising the standard. And I think it's just awesome that he's just investing in us rather than the portal. Because he understands that, like, as an O-line, it's all about chemistry and camaraderie. Yeah, man, that's a different. you got to keep that going that as much as right possible, there. man. Yeah. That, that part is different, though, for that for that position group. Because mm-hmm. we're just you in the trenches, I mean? like, like, 24-7, doing individual up on the hill on yeah, a you know, hot, yeah. hot, hot <laughs> fall day. Like, <laughs> individual up there by themselves, yeah. man, running like, tracks. We're, yeah, we're by ourselves in the bag over and over, just, you know, hot, fall camp. Mm-hmm. Then we got to do it again tomorrow. Like, mm-hmm. just having that, um, just that chemistry, man, just – having that sense of humor that we all have that we build together and just joking at each other, making fun of each other on film, like stuff mm. like that, man. Like That's what goes into it, and that's what's been able to make us so special. I, I think that like that's – I mean, I'm interested to hear you guys take, in my experience playing, the O-line group was always different. Yeah, It was like you got the team for sure, mm-hmm. but that – Specific room mm-hmm. was like their own kind of world. They had their own culture. They, they, they had their own, own culture. culture. Own culture. They got, yeah. You walk in the locker room, they, they watching the cooking channel. Like, <laughs> like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like oh, that group oh, would just yeah. run together all day, That's yeah. every they, day. They definitely got a different bond in that room. And like you said, I, the way I view it is like the old linemen are probably the most normal people to society on the team. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's real. That's real. Like, everybody else is psychotic on the team. Now. The old line is the most level headed, most yeah. normal. Individuals that can fit into society. That's very. I agree. Right. That's a great take. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. You think about it. You think DBs and wideouts are divas. Yep. yep. No question. Running backs, they, they, you know, they pretty normal. They pretty oh, okay. normal. Well, oh, wow. Okay. Okay. They have a, a, a variety of personalities. They don't make me pull out Quar- some quarterbacks. Yeah. <laughs> quarterbacks are typically like you know, especially if you QB one. You know, that's the star. And then the specialists are just weird. Yes, that and then drama. like you got like Shout the O line, right. it's just like a oh oh or some big regular guys. Yeah, it's you like know, a, a big ass family. Yeah, like yeah. 
Siblings, yeah, like yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. No, that's super dope. Well, that's super dope. well, Jake, we appreciate you coming out, man. Yeah, we don't want to take too much of your time. I, I, yeah, like, I, th- thanks so much for being here, and uh, we're yeah, really excited sure. to watch you go next year, man. Yeah, and, uh, appreciate you guys. Yeah, you'll have to come back and awesome. visit us again. Yeah, for sure, yeah. for yeah. sure, for sure. Awesome. Hey, and 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 I'm ready to see y'all get back to work, man. Take the time, yeah. get your body right. And then you know what you gotta go do. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. You know what you gotta go oh, do. Oh yeah, revenge tour. Hey, hey. hey. I love it. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Jake Pages. Yeah. Thanks, Jake. Thank you, Thank you, you so much.